You're now listening to episode 30 of the Real Estate CPA Podcast. Your source for all things real estate, accounting, and tax. Here we reveal our secrets that can save you thousands in taxes, streamline your accounting process, and help grow your business. Stay tuned to hear insightful interviews with industry experts, successful real estate investors, and current clients on what strategies they use to grow their business and how they steer clear of Uncle Sam. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Brandon Hole and Thomas Costelli here today with one of our clients, Kristen Johnson, who is a property manager and landlord, and we're going to discuss the importance of having an accounting system as well as various aspects of the property management business. As a reminder, we do have a free guide to Opportunity Zones and funds that you can grab right on the homepage of therealestatecpa.com. Several investors have told us that it's been a great resource for them. So if you're looking into Opportunity Zones and funds, you'll definitely want to check that out. Again, you could find it by visiting therealestatecpa.com. And without further ado, let's get right to today's show. Kristen, thanks for coming on the show today. Could you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in real estate? Absolutely. So I actually started in real estate as a uh, senior real estate paralegal at a nationwide investment firm in San Diego. And well, I guess kind of before that, <laughs> I, I had gotten bored out of college and um, I was one of those nerd kids. And my mom said, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, well, I think I'd like to go to real estate school. So she paid for me to get licensed uh, in Arizona or go through real estate school in Arizona. Got a job in San Diego working as a senior real estate paralegal and uh, got licensed in California. Um, we did deals all over the country that I kind of oversaw the contract side of. Um, so lots of contract review. Um, and my husband was a helicopter pilot and his dream helicopter job opened back up in his hometown in Farmington, New Mexico. And when we moved here, it was kind of one of those things, what are we going to do when we get here? And there were no true real estate attorneys in Farmington. So the suggestion was made that we start a property management company. We were told that there was a, a pretty good need for it here. And after doing some diligence, we discovered that, that was the case. And we've kind of been off to the races ever since. So when you, since you started off in the property management business, when did it occur to you that you also wanted to be a landlord as well as just a property manager? So we actually, our previous CPA, um, when we were doing family planning and trying to decide um, when we were pregnant with our daughter, whether or not we should set up a college fund for her. And he made the suggestion of buying real estate in her name and using that piece of real estate and, and either gifting it to her when she came of age and saying, you know, you can sell it to pay for college or you can live in it while you go to college or you can live off the rental proceeds, whatever you want with it. But in the meantime, you're building wealth and, and equity in this piece of property and hopefully getting some monthly cash flow on it. So that was kind of our first suggestion into it. And uh, that quickly turned into a little bit of an addiction for us mm -hmm. <laughs> as far as becoming investors ourselves. So that's awesome. When it comes to, you know, your current endeavors, you know, I know that you're currently a property manager. You also have some rentals. Um, where do you still see yourself going in the future? So our goal right now, we've been primarily involved with investing in single family properties. And our goal is to eventually roll those single family homes out and to start buying some larger multiplexes. So our long-term goal is to own 200 or so units 
And hopefully we can do that in the next several years. Um, property management wise, our, our company continues to grow every single day, which is phenomenal. We're moving into new markets and expanding. And the property management side of things actually really feeds our personal uh, investment strategy as far as opportunities are concerned. So so in the property management business, I know that uh, you, know, you deal with a lot of landlords. So what's a common mistake that you see landlords making? Ah, so financial-wise, I, I would have to say it's probably the record-keeping side of things. Um, a lot of times owners will say, oh, I'm just going to handle that expense on my own and keep it off of the, the books. But I think what they're not realizing is that every expense that's incurred on a rental property is a write-off um, or a deduction against the income that they're receiving. So the better records we keep on their behalf, the better off they are at tax time. So... Yeah, absolutely. We always try to tell our clients to try to separate personal and business so that, you know, you're not intermingling funds. But I often see the same thing. Sometimes you pull up someone's books and you see they're paying personal expenses out of their business account, or they ask, oh, what do I do if I paid a business expense out of my personal account? What do I do? And um, it's funny that you see the same thing on the property management side. But for your business, it being the property management business, how do you handle um, accounting for your business? So we have um, a really great property management software that we use to track expenses on behalf of our owners. For our internal company books, we use QuickBooks and you know, we're really diligent about keeping our receipts and then obviously speaking with you all on a regular basis to make sure we're doing things right and properly tracking and accounting for things. So um, I think keeping that open line of communication with our CPA is, is priceless. Awesome. So when you do your, do you personally handle your books or do you have a bookkeeper who handles them? How does that work for your business? So I primarily handle our corporate books. We do have an internal controller and she handles all of our investor records and I oversee all of that. She handles some of the data entry and whatnot into our corporate books, but I'm very, very involved in monitoring and and tracking those types of things. So, So that's really interesting. And I want to jump in and kind of talk a little bit more about that. What made you decide to hire a controller over like a bookkeeper or just a regular accountant? Um, so because of the type of transactions that we have, and there's so much money coming in and out of our office all the time, uh, it was really important to us to have somebody kind of on staff that we could walk right down the hall to and get a quick question answered or a quick report pulled. So she's been invaluable that way. And I think teaming her up and, and that position up with a CPA firm to keep us on track on a regular basis and to handle the end of year stuff and financial planning type stuff has been really great for us. She knows kind of the ins and outs of the daily stuff and is able to provide really clean records when, when we transfer them over to you all. So, Of course, we like that. So <laughs> always good. How, how many employees do you guys have total? Uh, we're at 15. 15. Wow. That's a heck of an operation. Yeah. You know, when it comes to your actual accounting, would you ever consider outsourcing it? Or is that something really that you, you know, that you want to handle yourself going forward? And why, if you do, why would you want to handle it yourself? So I actually really love the idea of outsourcing. We have several staff members that are in outsourced positions. um, And a lot of our property managers work remotely. And I think that's definitely something that we will cross the bridge with uh, down the line. We we really love our controller right now and she's a huge asset for our team. But I think you know, she's probably five, six years out from retirement. And I think when that happens, I don't think that we'll replace her internally. I think we definitely will 
uh, look at outsourcing that position. And I, I know that you all offer services like that. And uh, we've been super pleased with every ounce of work that's been turned back from you all at this point. And I think uh, continuing to build that relationship and we'll probably be really comfortable doing that uh, with you guys when the day comes. Phenomenal. Love hearing that. I want to kind of shift gears and just talk about some of the keys to success with managing a property management business. So what are some things that you're looking at to determine whether or not your business is growing or being successful? Are there any sort of like key performance indicators that you might be monitoring? Yeah. So we actually just went through a big, I'll call it a revitalization of our company over the last couple of years. We kind of went through our portfolio and looked at the properties on a cost per door and a revenue per door basis. And the properties that we basically, you know, there were some properties that we basically came up with and we said, wow, we're actually paying these people to manage their properties for them. And they may be C-class owners and they're just not worth a headache or they're not maintaining their property and therefore the property is becoming a C-class property. And we we just don't want anything to do with any of that. So we're looking at how heavy the maintenance is on properties. We're looking at the revenue per door and the cost per door to operate them. And then how much time we're having to spend on a per investor or per tenant or per property basis. So obviously if an owner is calling us 30 times in a day and we're not able to tend to any other customers, that's probably not somebody that we want to work for. And we want the investor type clients who trust us to make good decisions on their behalf and know that we're we're not out just to do unnecessary maintenance or anything like that, that we're looking out for their, their best interests and the interests of the property. So. Interesting. So how, how are you going about collecting that data to then analyze it? Or is it just part of the, the software suite that you have set up? Yeah. So we've, we've got a... Um, to date, we've been tracking it on a spreadsheet and we look at it every month and we plug numbers in and we kind of track those KPIs. We're actually getting ready to switch over to a... Um, it's called Profit Coach, and they analyze property management companies and kind of benchmark it across the nation. Um, and so we're working on getting our books all integrated into that program so that we can truly benchmark across how we're doing with our competitors um, and, and what, what performance indicators we should be hitting. So we're excited to see that happen. And did you guys like just start that or have you gone through it for a little bit? Yeah, no. So we're we're actually still working on integrating into them. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So okay. Well, I'd be really curious to hear how that plays out because that I mean that seems really cool. Yeah. Kind of like mastermind group where everybody's sharing their information to a certain degree, and and you you have, you know, is the KPI that I'm monitoring does that actually make sense, or do I need to be looking at some other sort of leading indicator? Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly right. You know, we, part of the profit coach system is, is working as part of a mastermind and we get together once a month and uh, see what's working best practices, what um, different things they're tracking, ways to shift and things like that. So yeah, it's been great. And I, I can't wait to share that data with you. I say that's awesome. Uh, I look forward to kind of seeing that as well. I know that, uh, Technology is a big component of business these days, and there's a lot of technology that's changing the way that the property management business is being handled. What do you see as being the future of the property management business? Ah, uh, you know, it's we've seen some interesting shifts over the last couple of years. As far as, oh gosh, I don't know, two three years ago, we saw a lot of conglomerates joining together and going public, and so. We saw a lot of firms in New York sucking up smaller property management companies and doing a lot of consolidation. I think that's slowed down a little bit in the last six months or so. And I think there's been 
some shift as far as um, maybe knowledge expansion of the the smaller mom and pop firms joining national associations and getting educated and uh, learning some best practices and things like that. So I think I think people are are being forced to step up their game, which is great. Um, I think we've seen a lot of shady landlords out there in the past, and I think a lot of that's working its way through and. It's, it's been interesting shifts, so I'm excited to see where the next five years or so goes. Is there any specific technology that you're currently using or that you're looking to use in your business that other property managers maybe want to look at or potentially that you'd recommend to self-managing landlords? I, I would say first and foremost, for a self-managing landlord or somebody that's just getting started out in property management, the very first thing you need to do is get a solid property management software. The days of doing it on an Excel spreadsheet or on paper is just crazy. There's far too much liability and your CPA will probably hate you too. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is a true statement. <laughs> and the other thing I would say is we use Process Street a lot and it really helps us to uh, nail down what a system looks like and what a process looks like and who's responsible for doing what so that there's no missteps. Because again, there is so much liability in managing a property and you want to make sure that you're doing it right and not missing anything. So Very cool. We tested Profit Street, did not commit to it. You, you've you enjoyed using it. What do your employees think? Are they are they all involved in the process build-outs and everything? Yeah, they are. They love it. Now that we've all kind of figured out how it works and how to set up a process, it's been phenomenal. That's awesome. Maybe we should uh, take another swing at that then, I'm thinking. That's what I'm yeah. hearing. Definitely the setup is not fun, <laughs> but it's yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. a, lot of, a lot of initial heavy, heavy work, I imagine. Yep, um, yep. You mentioned use a property management software. What property management software are you using or maybe have you used in the past that you really enjoyed? Um, so the only management software we've ever used is a software called Appfolio. And we really, really, really love it on the management side. I am not a huge fan of it on the accounting side. However, I think every management software has its pluses and its minuses. And I don't think there's a perfect software out there. And if there is one, I would love to hear about it. <laughs> But yeah, Apple, it, it works really wonderful. We started with it. We actually bought it before we ever managed our first property. Um, just because I knew that there was such a huge importance of having that in place before we ever began operations. So, so what, what does Appfolio do really, really well for your company? So it has um, really great like tenant portals and owner portals as far as managing workflows and things like that through the system is, you know, you can market through the software, you can screen a tenant through the software, they apply directly through the software, tenants can pay rent into the software, submit maintenance requests. We have a really great owner's portal. So when we generate our monthly statements each month, those get posted directly to their the owner portal. The owners can log in anytime and see that information. Um, their 1099s at the end of the year, their, their end of year cash flow statement. It's all there. And so the owners who have been with us since 2012, for example, can log in and still see their historical records from 2012. That is awesome. So I'm, I'm really hearing that Appfolio makes it easier to get paid, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah. what I'm hearing. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up here, is there any crazy stories that you have to share through your experience in the property management business? Oh my gosh, I should write a book. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, tell us. Oh my gosh. Uh, let me think of a good one for you. Um, 
Well, we, we have to do landlord rescues once in a while. Um, and those can always be interesting. And I had one fairly young in the business. Um, I think it, it was probably in 2012 or so, um, we onboarded a new owner and he said that he had a tenant in place and was pretty sure that she was having an affair with her psychologist, <laughs> um, but hadn't paid rent in, in six months or so and was fairly certain the house was probably trashed. So we were young in business and desperate for business, um, which is never a good place to be. <laughs> so we took, we took this property on and went into the property. And sure enough, this, this young girl had been having relations with her psychologist who is probably 40 years older than her. And he was paying the rent on her behalf until she didn't want to be with him anymore. And then the rent stopped getting paid. But she, she was also a hoarder and she had small kids in the house, which was really unfortunate. And by the time we got access to the property, I, I'm not kidding. There were mice trails that you had to follow to get through the property because it was that awful. Um, but it smelled like death inside the property. And she basically had had the utilities off for I don't know how long. And the meat in the freezer had rot. And so oh. it smelled like dead flesh. Oh, um, <laughs> it, was, it was really, really bad. Um, <laughs> So anyway, we, we were successful in getting her out. She broke back in a few different times. We had to have the police involved. But that was always a kind of a, a fun story to share. That's um, fascinating. And that, that's called a landlord rescue? Is that we what you call mean? those landlord rescues, yeah. So a lot of times these landlords will find themselves in situations where the tenant's not paying. They don't know how to get them out. They're sure the house is trashed. All, you know, every horror story you can think of. And they have no idea how to handle it. And so they come to us and basically just say help. <laughs> and so wow, I, I, yeah. that, that's amazing. So you're not just a property manager. You're like a, a property landlord lifeguard, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we pull we these guys out of the deep water and get back to shore. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Would you mind just recapping for us, which markets you are doing property management in and how our audience could connect with you if they did want to work with you on the property management side? Absolutely. So we are in Farmington, New Mexico and Flagstaff, Arizona. And we are in the process of getting licensed in Colorado so we can practice just across the border in Durango. And our vision is also to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico fairly quickly. So that's where we're at. And if anybody would like to get a hold of us, my direct line is 505-436-3687. Or our website is www.icpmrentsmart.com. Awesome. Well, we definitely appreciate you coming on the show today, Kristen. And thanks again. Absolutely. Always fun catching up with you guys. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed the show, please find us on iTunes and leave us a review. You can also email us at contact at therealestatecpa.com with any feedback or topic suggestions. We are always taking on new clients and with the new tax laws in play, you really don't want to navigate this alone. Let us help you save money on taxes and with your accounting and CFO needs. To become a client, navigate to our client page at therealestatecpa.com and fill out a web form with as much detail about your situation as possible. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week.